You're listening to the Soul Career Podcast, the podcast that brings you stories from people who've taken a risk to discover careers that fill them with purpose and make them come alive. I'm your host, Lysandra Ricketts. Now for the episode. Thanks for joining us at Soul Career. I'm Lysandra Ricketts, and today we're going to talk about something that I've been thinking about quite a bit, how to increase your credibility, how to become a more credible person. In this age of information and personal brands and online brands and misinformation as well, credibility is key. So how do you build it? Uh, So before we jump in, I just want to say if you're watching this episode on video on the Soul Career YouTube channel, you'll see that we have a new set. I have built up my home office and I'm really excited about it. So this video might be a little bit bare. It's not quite complete or set isn't complete yet, but by the next episode, you should see a lot more nice things in the background. (laughs) Okay, so let's jump into the episode. Coming out of the pandemic and the resulting shift from offline to online, so many people are putting out so much content and articles and information. I'm seeing a lot more videos, a lot more kind of personal branding, online branding, whether you're a professional, whether you're an entrepreneur or an executive, everyone is moving online and shoring up their online presence. In addition, with so much uncertainty in the jobs market, people in the workplace are really trying to put their best foot forward, hold on to the jobs that they have, and become more credible and build a reputation at work. So this brings us to two questions. One, how do we decide if someone else is credible? How do we decide to trust someone else with our time and our attention? And number two, how do we become more credible ourselves? So here's how I've structured this episode. First, I'll share my criteria for determining if someone else is credible. And I'll talk about what, who are the people that when they put something out, I'm on it. I'm watching, I'm listening, I want to know what they have to say. Second, I will share a framework for becoming more credible myself that you can use to become more credible too. And third, I'll talk about how to bring your authentic self into your contributions, into the things that you're putting out in the world so that it doesn't feel like you're trying too hard to be someone of stature and someone credible and a great leader. You're actually being authentic, but still being credible. So how do you do that? So I'll share some tips about that as well. Okay, so first, let me ask you a question. How do you decide to trust someone else? What makes you want to trust someone and want to listen to what they have to say and follow their advice? For me, there are three things that absolutely have to be there for me to trust somebody else. Number one is results. Of course, have they, has this person gotten results in their own life on the subject that they're now trying to advise me on? What are the results that this person has gotten? That is by far number one. Number two for me is preparation. How prepared is this person? Are they just giving me their opinions and talking off the top of their head? Or did they actually do a lot of research? Are they coming with facts and with data that they're then incorporating into what they're saying or what they're writing? 
That's really important to me because my first job out of college was as a researcher myself. I worked on the book Freakonomics and Super Freakonomics, and I was a research assistant for Steve Levitt, who is who was my economics professor at the University of Chicago. And I did a lot of data crunching and data analysis and regressions, and I knew how to code in this statistical programming software. And that was my first job out of school. So if you're not prepared, if you're not coming with research, if you're not coming with facts, I don't want to listen to you. I don't want to hear just your opinion. <laughs> and then third, my third criteria is approach, your energy, your style of delivery. Um, I really like people who have a soulful vibe, who are compassionate, who, act, who really care about what they're doing and what they're saying, and who just have great energy and have a nice, soothing approach. I don't like panicky, now, 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 burnout style of delivery um, when you're talking on video or on audio podcast. I can't listen to people who are very super high strung and panicky and that's not my vibe. So your approach matters a lot on whether I can give you my time and attention and trust. Um, so a lot of people love Gary Vee and he gives a lot of great content. But for me personally, I can't listen to Gary Vee. <laughs> um, it's just too much way up there, high energy for me. Uh, so I really love Paul Brunson's style. It's so soulful and so authentic and so impactful. I can listen to whatever he has to say. And Paul is also a friend of mine, which helps increase his credibility with me. <laughs> So some of the people that I find most credible are actually not people, they're companies. So McKinsey, McKinsey puts out these amazing reports that are treasure troves of data and analysis and really good thinking and real, by really smart people. So I really try to look on their website as often as I can to see what do they have to say about what's happening in the world right now. Similarly for Harvard Business Review, I read that every morning. Great source of information for me. In terms of people, I mentioned Paul Brunson. I love Michelle Obama. For me, Michelle Obama is very credible. I believe what she has to say and I listen to what she has to say. I love her style, her compassion, and she is coming from a well-researched point of view as well. And the results that the Obamas have gotten in their lives, well, you know, they speak for themselves. So again, my three criteria for determining whether someone else is credible, results, results, results. So especially if I'm looking at a coaching program or I'm gonna buy a course from someone, I have to see the results they've gotten. Number two is preparation, how prepared are they? And number three is approach and style and energy. Do I vibe with this person? Do I want to listen to them day in and day out? Okay, so that's my criteria for other people, but how do I become more credible myself? I think about this a lot in all the content that I put out podcasts, webinars, anything I put on our YouTube channel, I think about how can I ensure that people build trust with me, that I'm sharing valuable information, that it's based in facts and not just opinion. I think about that a lot. And I hope you're thinking about it as well. I think most of us are. How can we become more authentic, more credible, more trustworthy in this environment, in this world that we're living in? Um, so my framework is step number one, of course, no surprise, research, research, research. And there are two types of research that you can conduct. 
Um, I'm going to go into a little bit of theory here, research theory. First is primary research. Second is secondary research. Primary research is going to collect your own data. So interviewing people, sending out surveys, doing the data collection and analysis yourself and coming to your own conclusions based on raw data. Secondary research is when other people collect the data and do the analysis and you read their reports, their analysis, what they've done and what their biases are and what they've thought based on the data that they've reviewed. So if you review a McKinsey report, that is secondary research. That's the easiest kind of research to do. It's the most accessible. If you're going out and conducting 50 interviews and sending out hundreds of surveys, then you're doing primary research, which is more difficult, more expensive, but you get to the root, you get to the on the ground responses and results, and you get there first and you get faster results and responses. And if you're reading someone else's report, that includes their own biases and the angle that they want to present. Okay, so to become more credible, do research, read, interview, make sure you're doing that if you want to become more credible. Second is now to synthesize the research that you've done and use your own experiences, your approach, your process, your filter to determine what conclusions you want to come up with. Because it's not enough to just regurgitate what somebody says or to present something that is not your idea or your approach. You now have to filter, synthesize, analyze, and think about based on my history, based on my experiences, based on my process, what conclusions am I going to draw? And this is really important because all of us are different. We come from different backgrounds. We come from different experiences. And that filter is what makes your contribution valuable. I don't want to hear from someone who is exactly like me. I want to hear from people who are thinking differently so that I can now improve and evolve my own thinking. And this is actually a really important part of the Harvard Business School experience. I went to Harvard Business School for my MBA and each classroom, it's called a section, right? You have a section of 90 to 100 people and they're from all over the world. I think when I went there, a third of the class, 33% was international. They're from all different backgrounds, from different states. And that difference in perspective is what led to a more interesting conversation because Harvard uses a case method in teaching. So we're not reading a textbook and regurgitating and memorizing. We're actually looking at a real example, a real case of something that a leader faced in a company or in a country and we are talking about what would we do what is our process how would we solve the problems that that person faced and when everybody comes from a different perspective and different experience that discussion and those resolutions and solutions are so much more interesting and so much richer because of it um, so step one is research step two is synthesize using your own authentic self and experiences and step three is stress testing the conclusions that you come to against other people um, go and talk to someone you trust your peers your mentor um, your colleagues or put it out in the public domain and get feedback and see what people have to say about your conclusions to stress test it battle test it uh, so you're not just giving vague opinions that 
aren't meaningful. Um, you've actually put them through a process, gotten feedback, and are built. You're building this track record of authority and credibility and expertise because you're willing to put your work out there and have it battle tested, right? So we followed this process when I worked at Freakonomics. Uh, we did research synthesis and stress test it among against peers. But we started with a hypothesis. We start with our prediction for what whatever we're talking about, what is the what do we think the solution is or the resolution is before we go in and start conducting primary research. And after we start with this hypothesis, we conduct secondary research first to see what everyone else is saying about the subject. One of my projects at Freakonomics was actually working with an escort, a high-end escort who collected a lot of data on pricing versus customers versus number of times, quantity, pricing data. And we collected that data from her and ran analysis on what was her decision, what triggered a decision of hers to increase the price on any particular service. <laughs> that was quite a, fr a fun project that I did um, working at Freakonomics. And so we followed this method. So first start with a hypothesis, then either we, we looked at what have other people said? Has there been any economic research done on the escort business and pricing and demand and supply? And so we collected data from everyone else. And then we went to the primary research. We got that on the ground first person data from Triple X Sally was her name. <laughs> And we put it through a statistical program and ran regressions on it and tried to come up with the answer to what variables trigger an increase in pricing for escort services. <laughs> so after you do your hypothesis, your secondary research, your primary research, then we wrote a journal article about what we discovered. We synthesized the results into an article and then we published it in peer reviewed journals and got critiqued and fee we got feedback from other economists based on what we published. So that is a proper process for building a, a portfolio of credible work, a body of work that speaks to who you are, what you believe in, what you've researched, what you've concluded. And that's really how you build your credibility by building that body of work. So you become known as an expert. People come to you, they trust you, they seek you out for information because you've built this reputation and this body of work following this process that I've outlined today. So in addition to this process, there are a few other things that you can do to build your credibility. The fastest way to build it outside of building your own body of work is to build a network of other credible people. That's the fastest way, right guys? So if you build relationships with people who can serve as a sounding board for your ideas, who can serve as a mentor, who can be your trusted colleagues and open doors for you, who can lend their name to enhance your own brand. That's a really fast way to build your credibility. The strength of your network, people really look at that and that perception of, wow, why are these amazing people gravitating to this person will enhance the profile, the brand that you're trying to create and your own credibility. So that's the quickest, that's the quickest way. 
Second, you want to identify your area of expertise. You want to build your your authority in one or two things so that people know what to what category to put you in, how to think about you when you come up on their social media or you post something or you speak up in a team meeting. People are tend to be very compartmentalized and they want to know which compartment can I put you in? So just do the work for them. You develop your expertise in a specific area. And a good way to do that is to ask yourself, what am I good at? What do people come to me for? Where is the area that I excel in? And do your research and follow the process in that area so you identify as an expert and people come to you for advice in that area. The other tip I would give is to be to build your trustworthiness. You have to be reliable and consistent. And that is something that is very hard to do. For me, I'm trying to consistently put out one, at least one podcast episode per month, for example. And it I missed a few months this year because I was building automation and back-end systems in my company. And I was super laser focused on that. And I missed, I think, May as well as July episodes because of that. And my hope is that my credibility isn't harmed by missing those two months. But um, consistency, reliability is key to building your credibility so that the people that are coming to you for advice know that you are consistent, reliable, trustworthy, and that is how you build your base and your following and your tribe and your community over time. And the last tip that I'll leave you with is that your intuition and your emotions have a lot of information. You're going to hear from everyone that just be logical, be very unbiased in putting out your opinion. And I actually don't agree with that because emotion, intuition, connection, charisma have a lot to do with whether people trust you or not. Can they connect with you? Do they resonate with how you say things, not just what you're saying? So I would say bring your emotion to the table. Connect with your intuition. Don't cast those things aside, but manage them, right? And use them to connect with your audience and the people that you're trying to build credibility with. So I... I'm trying to follow this system myself as I build my own body of work and create my public expertise in strategy and in career coaching and career development. And people come to me and ask, Lysandra, I want to hear more content from you. I want you to be posting at least once a week. I want you to be going live all the time. I see so many other influencers and coaches doing this. Why aren't you doing more content? And the answer is, I want to make sure that I'm a credible person and that the content I'm putting out has a lot of value for you guys and that you carve time out of your day to listen to what I have to say. So if I'm on this rapid, constant content production schedule, I'm afraid that the quality will go down. And But I will promise you this. Now that I have my home office, now that I have my set, you will hear more from me. So please reach out to me on Instagram, LinkedIn, on email at hello at soulcareer.com and tell me what you want to hear from me about. So let's wrap up by summarizing. My criteria for determining whether someone else is credible are one, their results, two, how much preparation they've done, 
And three, their approach, their energy, their vibe when they're delivering their conclusions. My framework for becoming more credible myself is to one, research a lot, two, synthesize using my own experiences, and three, stress test my conclusions against other people that I trust. But we also want to enhance our credibility by networking and building a tribe of people who their brands enhance our own credibility and our own brand. We also want to identify the areas that we want to be an expert in and go all in on those areas. And it shouldn't be more than one or two. Become more trustworthy and more reliable by being consistent and delivering on time. And finally, bringing our emotions to the table in order to connect with more people and have more empathy with the people that we are speaking to. So that's it for this episode. I hope you found it valuable and I'll see you on the next one. If you love this episode, remember to hit subscribe and leave us a review. And if you're a professional, executive, or entrepreneur that's interested in taking one of our coaching programs, head on over to soulcareer.com and sign up for a free consultation. We would love to hear from you.